right, well, welcome to episode nine of Sixes FM, your podcast for everything Sixes. Joining me today is a voice that you may recognise from the SCG and Nova's Fitzy and Whipper, Matt DeGroote. Hello. Although the, the voice may seem for Sixers fans a little bit out of context without a giant ball head on the screen at the <laughs> SCG, but that is I. <laughs> and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, they can't see you on this podcast, so it right. might be a good thing. No, no, I'm kidding. Joking. And also joining us today is one of our heroes from last year's WBBL final. Uh, put on a stellar performance with the ball, claimed four for 23 and led us to victory. Sarah Ailey. Thanks for having me. No worries. And hot off the press, just announcing the T20 Australian team. Yes. Congrats. Yeah, very exciting. Thank you. Um, found out yesterday afternoon going to camp today, so it's been a very quick turnaround. So I hope yeah. I've packed all the right things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll, I'll soon find out. How, but did, yeah, how does really it happen? How do, you, how do you find out? Uh, a phone call from the chair of selectors. Uh, of the Australian uh, team. So Sean Flegler gave me a call. He gave me a little bit of a heads up um, sort of last week telling me that I was in the extended squad uh, and that the squad would be cut down after the test match. Uh, so obviously there's a few tired bodies within that yeah. uh, squad. So they brought in some fresh legs and there's three uh, new people in, in that squad. So, yeah, got a call yesterday afternoon with the, the good news. So uh, really excited and, and can't wait. Do you, just, do you just sit there looking at your phone the whole time, like yeah, like yeah. A, someone waiting on a crush to finally call yeah. them or text them? Like, is it now? Is it now? Is it now? <laughs> it was a little bit like that, only because I knew that it was being cut down, and I would have got a phone call either way. And I was at work, and I needed to <laughs> thought if I'm going to be picked, then I've got to make sure everything's done for work, so that when I leave, it's not going to fall to crap and all that sort of stuff. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a little bit like that. So to wait until three o'clock yesterday yeah. afternoon was pretty tough. <laughs> but yeah, been a bit of a, I guess, a whirlwind since the WBL final last year. Um, you know, you got selected for the World Cup squad, and you you made your deb- debut over there. Into now again being selected for the T Twenty squad. How how does it all come about? Like you've been around for. A, a while now, not, <laughs> yeah, not a long, long time. time. You, you been can in say the cricket it. world for, for have, a while. Yeah. Um, but then in the past, yeah, past year, it's just been boom, full on for you. Yeah, it's been really crazy. The fact that I, um, yeah, got picked in the World Cup squad and then got uh, got to make my debut over there in England. Um, yeah, it was pretty special and it sort of all happened really quickly. But then I guess I've been waiting a long time for it in a way. So, um, but yeah, it's. Um, it's been really exciting and it's been great to be around that group and around some of the best players in the world. Um, you know, I'm obviously still learning things as well, so it's good to be around that group and just trying to absorb as, as much as I can. So um, hopefully I can make my T20 debut at some point in the next uh, few days. So, um, yeah, I'm just lapping it up as much as I can. What's been the difference? Um... That's a good question because I kind of felt like uh, getting into that uh, group that I wasn't, I didn't feel out of my depth, which I think was a good thing because it meant that I was, I guess I was ready um, to be there and I knew that uh, my skills were good enough to be there as well. Uh, I think it's just that there's more, there's a, a higher intensity for a longer period of time and yet um, you've always got to be on your game uh, at training and those types of things because you're coming up um, in the nets against some of the best batters, uh, bowling to some of the best batters and then obviously facing some of the best bowlers in the world uh, when you're in there batting. So I guess it's just that um, higher intensity for a longer period of time. 
Was there any, was there ever a moment where you where it went from this is surreal or is this really happening to oh my god this is this is legit? Is it was it sitting in a dressing room or looking at the Australian emblem on a helmet or was it walking out into the middle? What was the moment you go? Oh crap! This is real. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of funny because I almost didn't really have one of those moments. Like in my debut, I uh, we batted first, so uh, and I was batting at I don't know nine or something like that. So um, I was lucky that I got to be out there with Elisa Healy uh, when I was out there batting, and she was she was on a roll. She was smashing them, and you know I went out there, and you know it was just a smile on my face, and we had a little giggle out there, and had a lot of fun while we were out there. So that kind of I guess relaxed me a little bit, and kind of didn't really have that. Oh, hang on a minute, this is <laughs> you know this is international cricket. Um, I kind of didn't really have that feel to it because I, um, I was around so many people that I was used to, and and that sort of thing. So um, yeah, it's kind of been a a little bit weird. I probably really haven't had one of those moments yet, but you know, potentially in the next um, the next week or so, being an Ashes campaign and um, obviously needing to to win at least one game to retain the Ashes. Hopefully, I guess the the plan is going to be to win all three to make sure that we actually you know secure them pretty well um, and put in some really good performances. So yeah, potentially that might that might come up in the next few days. And having it as well televised nationally, certainly, at a time when everyone's expecting it, um, Nine may put it on the main channel, depending on, on what's doing. Again, whenever you've sat there and watched cricket, you've always gone, what would it be like to be filmed playing and just know that everything you're doing, hundreds of thousands of... Sorry to put pressure on you, by the way. <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people are watching. Again, do you, does it feel any different when you're out in the middle versus how you think it would from watching on? I think when it comes down to it, once you're on the field... Um, all you're worried about is what you're doing on the field. You're sort of not really worried about the cameras and what's happening on TV and all that sort of stuff. Sometimes you do need to be a little bit um, mindful of what you might <laughs> say. Pick especially, right cannot pick yeah, my nose. I wanted to. Can't pick your nose. You've got to be careful picking out a wedgie. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, you've got to be careful around what you say near the stump mics and all that sort of stuff. Um, Ulyss has been done. He's <laughs> been caught out. <laughs> yeah, so there's obviously a few things that you need to be mindful of but I think once you're out on the field the whole the competition just takes over and you know I get a little bit of white line fever so uh, when I'm out there I just you know I'm like a bull at a gate yeah. um, sort of thing so um, I kind of don't really uh, take that into consideration when I'm playing I just make sure that I'm in the moment and um, you know obviously trying to perform the skills that I need yeah. to perform but also at the same time taking in the crowd I think it's going to be a, a really good atmosphere at North Sydney Oval on Friday so um, hopefully a big crowd comes down and uh, Friday night and yeah it, it should be really good. Yeah speaking of the Ashes I mean how good were the the girls I'm fortunate that it was um, only you know it ended up being a draw but I mean I think they've got about 12,000 across the four days and uh, so you know at least Perry just Unbelievable! Like the girl's got to stop breaking records. <laughs> continue breaking records. She can, she can continue breaking records for the sixes. But I mean, how good has it has been? Has has it been? Sorry for women's cricket and having you know almost over two thousand people at every day to to the test match and hopefully you know again at the. Um, T20 on, on North, at North Sydney Oval on Friday. Yeah, it's been fantastic and I think it's been really good at how the public has really taken to it. Um, I think it was really good to see so many people out at North Sydney Oval. I was out there on the Friday. It was uh, it was 
a great four days weather-wise mm. as well. Yeah. So I think that really helped to get people down there and the fact that it was the first day-night test, uh, you know, pink ball, all that sort of stuff. There were a lot of really historic things about that test match. So I think people really wanted to be a part of that. And I think that bodes well for women's cricket in the future, that hopefully if we can continue to do these things, uh, the public's going to take it on board and, and really run with it. Um, we've seen how... Um, amazing women's sport in general mm. has been uh, so you know with three t20s that are pretty much going to decide the ashes uh hopefully get some really good crowds at north sydney and then at canberra It'll yeah be really good it's very very exciting time and um, we'll move on from that just for the moment and move on to a, one of our segments called successful and sarah this is where you choose six people whoever in the world that you would like to see in the big bash <laughs> Well, yeah, I did have a little bit of think uh, think about this because a lot of people that have come on this podcast have Haven't? put a lot of thought into oh, it. Yes, yeah, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like Definitely. people have put thought into it. Um, so I went with um, two sort of, I guess, one one fairly new athlete to world sport mm-hmm. um, and one that's been around for a long time. Uh, so I'm going with Ben Simmons. As one, oh, he's a bit of flavor flavor of the month yep. at the moment, uh, but he at, just looks like a freak of an athlete, um, and I think you know his hand-eye coordination would probably be all right. Whether it's going to relate to putting a, a cricket bat in his hand, but I think he might be good on the boundary, mm. um, catching catching the balls before they go for six and those sorts of things. So I'm going for hype. yeah, going for him. Um, the other one is Buddy Franklin. Mainly because I'm a Swans fan, yeah, um, and I'd love to see what he could do at the SCG uh, with a cricket ball and cricket bat rather than a um, a football, a Sharon. Uh, so he's my other one, and similar, he's a he's a pretty good athlete. He's pretty big and strong, and uh, could probably do a similar job to to Ben Simmons. Um, the other one, it will never happen because it's really impossible. But I I would love to have seen what Don Bradman would have done in T20 cricket. So he was one of Australia's mm. best batsmen, uh, obviously in test match cricket, uh, and in a time when, you know, wickets weren't covered and, you know, all those sorts mm. of things, I would have loved to have seen what he could have done in, in T20 cricket, whether he would have continued to play the way he played or whether he would have developed a power game and, and be able to hit over the rope yeah. and all that sort of stuff. He's batted with a run rate of 14, but never get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, my next one, um, this, this is a bit of a, a, a funny one and would never happen because it's not a real person, but um, I'm a bit of a Star Wars fan, so I'm going with Darth Vader. Strong, strong. So that he, would be a tough man to bowl against. Yeah, he, he'd be on my team. Um, he'd po- probably pull out his lightsaber if uh, anybody bowled him a bouncer or those Imagine types of things. So you would not want to get him no. out. He'd be like WG Grace. You'd never be out. <laughs> no. um, you wouldn't hear anything through the stump mics either. No, Just exactly. a lot of back noise. <laughs> yeah. Um, my other one is um, Gwendolyn Christie now she is um, she's in Star Wars as well but she's mostly known uh, as being Brienne of Tarth in Game of Thrones so Ah, you know she's good with a sword so she might be good with a bat Mm -hmm. she's big and strong um, so obviously, Gwendolyn Christie's the actual actress. She would be petrifying. Ha- yeah, having seen I think her in scary. person, she was in at Nova once, and yeah, you know, I'm six foot four, and I was looking up at her, and yeah. she is like a, a 
a petrifying presence. Mm. And as an athlete, she would be a petrifying <laughs> presence yeah. again. I think I've picked a lot of those. Like ben Simmons, Buddy Franklin, they're yeah. all pretty big. Yeah. Darth Vader's pretty big. They all so boundary or? Yeah, they'll be my boundary riders. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Where are they bat? Oh, well, I don't know, in the middle. We'll have to see how they swing a bat, if <laughs> yeah. they can hit it far yeah. enough. Just <laughs> so that, that was six? No, I've got one more. Oh. My last one got nothing to do with sport, but just because I, I like her and I think it's more entertainment value is Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yes. Pre-game, post-game, entertainment, sort of. Yeah. Mid-innings, mid-over. Yeah. Well, that's your, yeah. that's your sport. I can have it. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> it was a choice between myself uh, or Fleetwood Mac. People are probably not going to pick me, as much as that hurts to say. <laughs> what's uh, what's your favourite song? Um, from there's a lot. Gypsy's probably my favourite Fleetwood Mac song. And for those who don't know Gypsy, yeah, I'm not. No, no rendition. No, no, sorry about that. Oh, Duet. No, I've already I've already embarrassed myself with the Nickelodeon crew that's going to be on Crash the Bash. So, oh um, no, what happened? Yeah, oh, they made me sing a song that I knew the words <laughs> to. So, <laughs> I feel we're in a safe place here, and you won't even. Give so up you've, it. you've been scarred from that experience because it was <laughs> yeah, a very strong and firm no. It didn't leave you a lot of room no, to then. Like, no, I'm trying to push. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared for it. <laughs> Matt. I'm not going to be singing no? anything. No, okay. no, no. I'm, I'm trying to keep no, look, my. I would own. if I knew the song. Apologies. <laughs> um, I might get it on Google a bit later and do a bit, bit of a rendition. But <laughs> uh, Matt, what do you think of those those six? Were they offer much out on the SCG? Yeah, they were good. They were surprising. I wasn't sure. It, should I, was I supposed to come up with my do six? Do you have not? six? Well, I, I I came up with six, but Perfect. I wasn't. Uh, do you want me to do that? Because yeah. that was a good... That, you know, when you hear one, you're like, oh, I wish I thought of that one. Not well, that I can't... Can yeah, now we're going to have... My team going to yeah. play your team because okay. I, I won't name... Buddy Franklin was a really good one. But my first one was actually LeBron James because I thought that is the most powerful athlete on the planet yeah. and he just is excellent at everything he does. Yeah. Yeah. And his shoulders are bigger than most people's heads. So <laughs> he would be a, a good quick and send it far. Uh, number two I picked was Ricky Gervais. Because I thought you want someone out there who's good chat under the helmet. And I feel like if anyone's going to put off the bat, it's going to be Ricky. Just throwing sledges the whole time. Um, My third player was Lisa Wilkinson. Um, largely because everyone wants her at the moment, mm-hmm. and so I do too. Um, She'd get equal pay for us girls, wouldn't she? she well, yeah, I'm not sure what the big bash salary cap is, but 2.3 million <laughs> is what we're going to have to pay. Um, <laughs> but it is on 10, so maybe we can, maybe we can get her at a, at a discount deal. Uh, Samantha Kerr was four, because I feel like every time I pick up the paper at the moment, she's done something she's amazing. All so, over it. Samantha Kerr. Then I've got The Rock. Because I've always yes. wanted to hang out with The Rock, and now yeah. I can I can choose to have him. Um, and again, I defy much like Darth Vader, anyone to get him out and just see what happens. Yeah. Um, and then my sixth one. People's elbow, watch out. This was possibly because it was I was listening to Christmas carols in the car on the way here, but I want Santa Claus <laughs> <laughs> because I honestly think that if you need runs or you need new pads, the smell of Christmas is new cricket pads yeah. for mine yes, and a definitely. new cricket bat. That is what Christmas smells like. And so if you can have that every time you go to a game, Santa's the guy to deliver. So Santa's my sixth. Your it's team great. will win. Don't get me wrong. But be competitive. My, mine will just intimidate you until yeah, you I mean, crumble. You can have all the responsibility in the world of killing Santa with Darth Vader. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Imagine that <laughs> oh. Gosh. Well, yeah, speaking of know. Santa and Christmas, our first match at the SCG, which is a doubleheader, is our Christmas theme. So we might pop in. I mean, ideally, ideally. Might put the feelers out. More so than Darth. Yes. If Again, if we could yeah. pick. Yeah, family. It's family. a family yeah. friendly yeah. atmosphere. That's yeah. true. He's <laughs> probably a better choice. Darth Vader genocide is, I don't think, what the Sixers are looking for as an on-brand theme this no, season. No, I, I wouldn't say so. No. 
Um, that's great. I'd love, I'd really love to see that. Yeah, Sarah's team wins. You've yeah. a, that's a very good athletic team. Yeah. It's very, very good. Maybe we can get Buddy out there one, one day. Maybe that'd be good. 12 man? Yeah. I, yeah, I think Buddy's one of those athletes that is just sensational at everything he puts his hand to. Oh. You know, that rare kind of, like Greg Inglis, you feel like he'd be the kind of player that everything yeah. he does is just de- like depressingly good. Yeah. You yeah. go through your life wanting to be great and people look like, you know, Buddy and, and G.I., yeah. Sam Kerr's the same. They just yeah. don't look like they're trying, yeah. but they're just doing much better than the rest of us. Yeah. And so I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a cricketer? I mean, I don't want to obviously. I mean, Sarah over here has represented the nation, and I just opened the bowling for the Wakers Redbacks first grade oh. in the Manly Wrinkle Cricket Association. And sure, I took five for the other day and made 79 with the battle of 58 in a 208 run standoff, 108 balls. But again, it's nothing, Sarah, compared to what you've done. Uh, but thank you for so asking. It's not, not a big cricketer then. No. I mean, I'm president of the DYRSL <laughs> Cricket Club as well. But again, we don't want to talk about that, do we? We just want to talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. We'll move on from that. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. No I feel worries. like it's your Thank turn you to stitch asking. everyone up. And we're all, when we were on the radio, I feel like you always get Thank stitched you. up. Thank yeah, you. So no, no, no one's ever pre- asked me like publicly it. if I'm good at cricket. So I'm like, yes, let me tell you everything about it. <laughs> well, I feel like the question was, do you play cricket? Let me tell you every good... achievement I've ever had. <laughs> I don't know where the good part came in, but... <laughs> I have interpreted that thing so Big much. shout out to Wakehurst out there. They're a good Sixers Club partner as well. Um, okay, we'll move on from Matt's highlights. Uh, back to current <laughs> stuff happening okay, in, the, in the cricket world. Choice, but go on. Um, Sarah, you were just talking about the women's ashes and, um, you know, it was a four-day test that did end up in a draw. Why, you know... Do you know why it is a four-day, not a five, compared to the men's? Uh, I think it's probably just... I mean, it's probably almost similar to, like, um, the Grand Slams in tennis, how there's men's have five sets and yep. women's have three sets. Um, I think it's probably along those lines in terms of the, the length and, obviously, different athlete types, males to females, those sorts of things. Yep. But um, I think nowadays female cricketers um, are such good athletes that they would be able to last five days. I don't think that um, should be factored into it. Um, at the same time, I mean, we see in shield cricket, uh, that's only four days. Yeah. Uh, so you can get a result in four days. I just think the way that, um, I guess, the way England played uh, probably didn't allow Australia to, to kind of get in and, and get those wickets and get the win. But at the same time, I think Australia missed a trick um, you know in terms of potentially batting for too long and not allowing themselves en- uh, enough sessions to bowl England out uh, but obviously England um, in that on that last day sort of shut up shop and, yeah. and didn't really want to try and play strokes and, and get a lead and put Australia back in so um, yeah I guess the, the timing factor if we had another day it could have been uh, could have been different uh, but I mean uh, I suppose history shows that all female tests have been four days so is it a, would it be from your point of view a more important push rather than fight for five days have more tests in a series you know it's so disappointing just having the one in this series given how into it everyone got and how much momentum there was for it for it to be yeah. the only one felt disappointing oh yeah i definitely think that if you ask the playing group they would want more test matches uh because it's such a uh, prestigious thing um, and to get a baggy green you know there, there were three girls um, within that squad that didn't get one who were pretty disappointed um, and you know the, there's other players out there you know me included I would have loved to have been able to play in that match but um, I think if you can um, you know if you could play more tests that would be great but I think if you ask 
you know, people high up in the positions that make those calls, it's pretty much, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah, but you have to look at the amount of interest, which I think the amount of interest this series has probably taken organisers somewhat by surprise. I think Channel 9 would have never expected to get three to 400,000 viewers for the one-day games. The, the audience is there. The scheduling is perfect because there's no other cricket, yet people are absolutely desperate for cricket. And it helps that it is an Ashes year because there's yeah. more natural interest in it anyway. Yeah. But, you know, you want to turn on the radio and hear Australia play cricket. You want to turn on the TV and just have it on in the background for four days that Australia's playing cricket, men or women. And I think administrators have underappreciated just how universal Australia's interest in cricket is. It's not just the men's team or the women's team. Yeah, it's starting to become one of those things where it is, it's just cricket. People want to watch cricket and it's like as soon as the footy season's over, we want cricket on the TV. So, you know, 1st of October or whenever it is, you know, you want cricket on the TV no matter what it is because I reckon people are going to tune in and watch it. So, you know, if... um, I was I was disappointed that the test wasn't on TV, uh, but I know that I think CA wanted to kind of get those uh, you know the the live stream out there yeah. for everybody. Mm. Uh, but I think it would have been uh, would have been fantastic for it to be on TV and for people to have it on at home and and, and be able to watch it. Yeah. Especially yeah. the historic day night test, like that was incredible, yeah. and obviously it allowed for people to you know leave work and then then go and attend, and especially after school kids as well, you know, taken there. So it would have been you know amazing to see it, and hopefully next year or the next Ashes year it will be broadcast. Yeah, hopefully. Test. Yeah, definitely. I mean the North Sydney game will be on. I think it's Gem or even on the main channel, as mm. you said, Matt. Depending on how how it does go, so fingers crossed for a big viewing. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, that's all we need. We need people to watch it so that those people that make those decisions can yeah. see that people out there actually do want to watch cricket yeah. and it doesn't matter what it is they they want to watch it and that's where huge credit has to go to the WBBL and 10 for putting it on and the numbers coming back a lot stronger than again TV schedules probably realized nine I think had they have known what they know now when they yeah. negotiated the rights they would have made sure that they had that test but it's about harnessing the momentum now and going, well, for next year and for next series and for future series, how do we make sure that women's cricket is on television? Because it's, it's simply show it and they will come. You yeah, know, build it and they'll come. People want to watch cricket. This is the right winner. I think more people or as many people that I know are talking about what the Australian women's cricket team are doing as is the Rugby League World Cup at the moment. And yeah. that's what? In, that's in, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's sorry. incredible. <laughs> well, even, even on the way over here, my cab driver asked me, are you going to play, are you playing England? Yeah. I have I've got no CA gear on. Um, I my kits were obviously put into the um, the back, but I hadn't said anything at all. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was five minutes from here that he said, oh, "Are you playing England?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You're going to be at North Sydney Oval." I'm like, "Yeah, I am." Yeah. So he he knew about it. Yeah, the cut through is there. Yeah, yeah. Every, everybody's talking about it, so it's it's really good. It's really positive. Yeah, fingers crossed. A big crowd also at North Sydney and down in down in Canberra as well. So is there two games down in Canberra? Two games in Canberra. So it'll be uh, Sunday the nineteenth and yep. Tuesday the twenty first yep. November. And you've got to win one of those to, to retain yeah. the Ashes. Yeah, we only need one out of the three to retain it, but obviously, you know, we we'll want to do better than that. We we'll yep. want to win all three matches and just, you know, prove a point that we we did win these Ashes fair and square. We didn't just retain them, we, we won yep. them. Yeah, yeah. It's such an exciting time. And obviously the men's Ashes is coming up. Um, you guys looking forward to it? Oh, 100%. <laughs> no. Nope. The simple question out there. <laughs> it, there is just something special about 
uh, an Ashes year. And I think the last couple of years it's felt uh, we've been going through the international rotation of some of the weaker teams have been here. Mm. Uh, now we've got England in the Test Series. We've got England and New Zealand in the Tri-Series. It's, it's on. You know, yeah. People are absolutely there and ready for Ashes cricket as has been set up by the Women's yeah. Series. And the Big Bash has just got such momentum as well that people are excited for the summer of cricket. Yeah. They, whatever form it is, people are just excited for the summer of cricket. Yeah, it's... I mean, I'm excited to be a part of it. And, and Sarah, obviously, you now obviously re-signed with, with the Sixers as well. How exciting is, is this summer for you and also your, your Australian cap as well? Yeah, I can't wait for the Big Bash to start. Um, we've pretty much been talking it up since <laughs> <laughs> since the final so uh, last year. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait. Uh, we've got some really good... Um, recruiting done uh, for this year for WBBL03 so um, I think it's going to be an even stronger team than what we had last year Um, and I just I cannot wait to get on the field with them I'm so excited for it. What's the chat been like? I know there's um, a nice WhatsApp group happening amongst the the Sixers girls Um, you know obviously you did take out the, the championship last year and as you mentioned some awesome recruits such as you know the young youngsters Lauren Cheadle you know retaining Lauren Smith and Emily Lees and those and plus the the um, South Africans as well the, it's the squad is so strong how, how um, you know what, what is the chat like with the girls um, the chat's pretty good it's a bit quiet at the moment um, there was talk today about our SNC um, being a bit loved up loved so up. that's that's the talk at the moment um, I know that while we're sort of still in uh, we've still got a round of uh, uh, Women's National Cricket League to go so once we're I guess while, while we're in that environment in our state environment um, WBBL is very much a, uh, on the side sort of thing but I know that uh, our coach Ben Sawyer has been working extremely hard to get everything ready for when we do come uh, into into camp I suppose um, we, we can say uh, and I think once that happens it's going to be it's it's going to be great it's really exciting really exciting group um some new faces some fresh faces and i think that's only going to rejuvenate those ones that are that have been there uh, for the last couple of years and uh i think yeah really push for another another great season who do you who who are you guys most like looking forward to playing this year is it going to be perth again obviously we beat them last year or is it the classic derby with the thunder uh, they're all really good games. Like I think the the thunder we we get up for uh, every single time. So really looking forward to those games because there's plenty of uh, plenty of banter and you know we're sixes. We hate thunder. Yeah. So yeah. And, and we don't mince words when it comes to that. We hate thunder. Yeah. Uh, then Perth, you know, I, they've um, uh, they've got a, a really strong team. Uh, some uh, players that are in really good form. So they're obviously going to be another tough challenge. But I think our, our biggest challenge this year is actually getting a win over the Stars because we haven't beaten the Stars yet. Every time we've played them, we've always played them at the start of the season when we're really crap because yeah. <laughs> we haven't won at the start of the season yet. So I think our goal this year is to make sure we win some games at the start and we play the Stars, so we need to beat the Stars. Stars on the ninth. Is that yeah. right? Of December? Yeah. Opening weekend? Um, yeah, North Sydney. So hopefully we're, we're, we get a win yeah. first round <laughs> and we beat the Stars. It's okay. always good to just hear such honest, 
honest feedback of performance, we've been crap. It's yeah. just not words well, you hear enough from athletes about their own performance. <laughs> well, look, WBBL won. We lost the first six games or seven games or something oh, ridiculous right. like that. We, we made the yeah. final. So yeah, we, we came good in the end, but we started <laughs> off really badly. And then WBBL02, we had one out of four or one out of five or something like that. So we were like, oh, God, here we go again. But then, again, we came good and we won quite a few games on the trot. So I think this year we would like to be a little bit more dominant when it comes to <laughs> those opening rounds. Uh, but then, who knows, it might be a winning formula. We might have to lose games at the start so that kind of kicks That's us true. into gear so that we uh, you know, produce the goods at the back end of the season. Yeah, well, the opening weekend should be awesome. It should be huge. We've got – there's two games on each day, on the Saturday and the Sunday, and on the Saturday – um, Six is playing under, under lights as well, which will be awesome. Um, it will be live on TV and it's our Sixes fan day as well. So, I mean, all the fans should get down there, get to go on field before uh, you girls not kick off because that's probably not the right terminology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before the girls start and, you know, the, the men will be there as well and there'll be a massive cheer squad. So it's such an exciting time. And then on the Sunday, it's, it's the rivals. Yeah. Thunder. Yeah. Game on. I can't wait. It's going to be such a good weekend. Uh, it's always really good that first weekend where everybody's there and all the, you know, all the stuff out the back for the kids to do and then they can obviously come in and, and watch the cricket and um, it's, it's so exciting and it's just a really good start to the season just to get everybody together and everyone um, playing a lot of cricket. Um, and, yeah, to play the Stars and Thunder in the first round um, is going to be a good test for us. Where's the Thunder game being played? North um, Sydney. North Sydney. Yeah. North Sydney. It's always yeah. nice. It's, I always feel like from a Thunder and a Thunder fan point of view, how lucky they must feel to come, come east. And, you know, the air is a little bit clearer over here. You get water views, which is nice. <laughs> Not a river. It's actual yeah. a harbour view. Uh, there is a, like, a nice sea breeze yeah. that you wouldn't often get out of. They're not used to those no, types, they aren't. types of things. And so I would think for them it's it's an exciting chance for them to come and see what sort of the better half of Sydney yeah. is offering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shots fired. Although you would think that they they think they have some sort of sea breeze when they bring in the beach at the Well, isn't that cute, isn't it? It's very it is cute. cute. Yeah, it's like uh, we're aw. so proud of being from the West, yet we've imported a beach. Yeah. Wow, you're not that proud then, are you? But that's, again, that's fine. It's beautiful. It's very cute that they're trying. They've got their little team there, and they're all having a crack. And then they get to come over towards North Sydney Oval. Sometimes they get to go to the SCG, which would be very exciting for them as well. Yeah. Good on them, the thunder. God bless them. <laughs> Oh, it should be interesting. <laughs> new, new phone, who this? <laughs> I look forward to any Thunder fan having heard that, then coming to the game at the SCG <laughs> and letting me know that they've heard it. Yes. That will be the, uh, will the be last the, time I've been seen. <laughs> the the ball guy on the big screen. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We're all one family here. <laughs> um, but yes, the opening weekend should be awesome and it's actually free, so it's not ticketed. So, I mean, bring your families, bring anyone, bring the kids massive day we want to get a full house in there so very exciting and obviously you get to see Sarah who will be playing for Australia has played for Australia super exciting yeah um we'll move on and take a question from the crowd um this one is from Pip Breeze I don't know if you know any of the, there are uh, a few I saw some of the uh there are a few stitch questions on Instagram uh last night I had a little giggle yeah a little bit of a stitch yeah. up so <laughs> I thought to steer clear from them um this one kind of going back to the start of the conversation when we were talking about Darth Vader and having some funny funny people on the team. I guess Darth's not funny, but more Ricky. Um, who is the funniest teammate? Ooh, funniest teammate. Uh, I'd probably have to say Lisa Healy. She always makes me laugh. 
Um, we just we, we get along really well and we do some silly things on the on the field, but you know it's it's all in good fun and um, yeah we're we're always up for a laugh the two of us. So she's probably the funniest. She's always got some some crazy things to come out with. Is she the biggest clown too? Um, the biggest I've, pest. She can be a bit of a pest. Yeah, <laughs> she can be. Um, but I don't know. Lauren Smith can be a little bit of a pest sometimes. Um, what is an example of some of the pest like behaviour? I don't know. They just they just get on your nerves sometimes. <laughs> they just need to. And I think too much spend, coffee. You just need to calm down. And you spend um, so much time Mitch with doesn't. Them. Yeah, Mitch but, doesn't drink coffee, but you know. Um, Loz is a bit of a coffee head and yeah. she's sort of always buzzing around and <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to um, annoy you and all those sorts of things. But, um, yeah, it's, it's all in good fun. So we've spoken a lot about cricket, um, but who are you away, away from cricket, Sarah? Who what what do you do? I'm still the same person. I'm a, bit <laughs> of a, I'm a bit of a cricket tragic. I'm always watching cricket. I love it when the Big Bash starts because it's like cricket on TV every night. It's mm. great. Um, but apart from that, uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't really um, do a lot. Are you a uh, golfer? No, I'm not a golfer. <sighs> One who is not. No, nah, I swear the past know, eight everyone. episodes, everyone who's been on loves golf. Every <laughs> yeah. season, I'm just like, it must be a, a cricket thing. I couldn't think of anything worse. I'm not really that great at it. I can hit a ball, <laughs> but it never goes straight, and I just get too frustrated, so I don't even bother. So the skills go to the line. Sorry? So the skills don't align? Oh, no. no. Well, it's probably because my skills aren't great with a bat. So, you know, <laughs> when it comes to hitting a ball with a golf stick, uh, golf club, yeah, it's uh, it's not that great. I can hit it a long way, but it always – I've got a wicked slice. So I'll, I'll go to the driving range and just bash a few balls there. Because um, that's the frustrating thing with golf is if, you know, they say – you know, hit sort of like it's 70% and it'll go the furthest. But you go, well, if I swing 70% and it goes 150 metres, then if I swing at 150%, yeah. then that bastard will fly. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't. It just no. dribbles off or it swings <laughs> off to the side. It makes yeah. no It's a stupid sport. Uh, but I, you know, I'll go to the beach and those types of things in summer. I just um, love being outdoors and, and getting the ocean. But uh, yeah, apart from that, I'll pretty much just spend time with family. Um, cricket's been pretty crazy the last few years so um sort of having time to spend with family and friends is a bit few and far between so um whenever i get the chance i'll sort of be over and um being a nuisance with my my nephew my niece and nephews so uh yeah that that's pretty much all all i get up to where did the cricket love come from your brothers or yeah i've got three brothers so i've got two Ah. older and one younger okay uh so i was mainly a fielder i occasionally got to bowl and then when i batted i generally hit it uh six and out first ball (laughs) so i didn't last very long with the bat um or i tried to you know be really defensive and stay in and it just didn't work because i just got jack of it and you know wanted to hit the ball yeah Um, which is pretty much what happens now did they think you know you're, you're the girl cannot play sport you're just going to be put to the side and now you've gone on to be the professional cricketer versus those guys who have possibly not achieved anything <laughs> in the sport um oh if you said that to my brothers they would not be happy that they have not achieved anything achieved in anything in the sport <laughs> <laughs> because they will tell you about all the premierships that they've won with the illawarra catholic club um, in the george's like river matt talking again I yeah, say, like yeah well that's exactly yeah, yeah, that's exactly what my uh eldest brother 
um, would say. He'd be able to rattle off all the stats yeah. from all the years and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's it was kind of like... I mean, they're, they're all pretty uh, proud of my achievements and really um, happy with um, how my career's gone. And I think they live vicariously through me a lot of the time, yeah. um, getting to play at, um, you know, some pretty amazing grounds and um, obviously... You know, going on to, to play for Australia has been uh, pretty special and something yeah. I guess they they always wanted to do when they were growing up. We would play, um, you know, test matches in the backyard. We've had, had the big computer paper and we'd write down um, the batting order of Australia <laughs> and we get to choose who we were. And, so good. Um, yeah, you know, my youngest brother would always be Michael Slater and uh, my eldest brother was left-handed, so he, he loved Alan Border, so he'd always be Alan Border. And who um, are you? Um, I was Craig McDermott most of the time because <laughs> huh. awesome. uh, I love Craig McDermott, so right. I would run in and try and bowl like Is him. Is there a slight tinge of red in your hair? No, there's not. It's, it's a slight. If, okay, <laughs> there's not. <laughs> you can there's tell not that a lot of people. Immediately. No, well, it's not. It's not natural. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know why, but I chose to have this colour in my hair. Um, <laughs> but if it wasn't there, it would just be right. brown. Um, but yeah, so I would love you know the big zinc on the face. Yeah. And, and running in like him to bowl really fast and take wickets and that sort of stuff. So that's probably why I'm not much of a batter because I would just want to run in and bowl. Um, and then my second eldest brother would want to be Dean Jones. So we'd always have our, you know, our list and we'd be those people. If we had to be other people, it was fine. We, we'd just, you know get out quickly so that we yeah. could be our favourite player and, <laughs> and that sort of stuff. But we'd play England and when you had to be England, you weren't very happy about that. But uh, plenty of cricket matches in the backyard and that's that's pretty much where it came from. And then I just started playing boys cricket. Parents asked me if I wanted to play and, um, yeah, went on to play uh, in the local boys competition until I was about 16 and then um, it wasn't until I was 16 that I realised that other females played cricket because mm. uh, I'd only ever come across one or two um, in the boys' competition. So um, <clears throat> once, yeah, once that um, realisation happened, it was kind of, yeah, just sort of got, got into these squads, got into the New South Wales under-19s squad and, and the rest is history, really. So it all happened fairly quickly, but, um, yeah, I guess it's taken me a long time in other respects for, for other other honours. Yeah. Well, you're still writing your history. So. Well, yeah, that's true. And creating it. Yeah, that's right. Which is very exciting. You looked at me as if to say, but you're not, Matt. You're, <laughs> no, I was thinking about... You're champ. I, I was like, Sarah missed her, her mark when, you know, giving her... Sh- uh, saying stuff about her hair and then I was like, mate, have a look. <laughs> oh, because I'm bald. Yeah. Ah, I see what you've done yeah. there. No, probably, no one's probably ever used that joke No one has you. ever pointed it out. No. I never walk around the boundary of the SCG and have people call out Barry Hall. Or... <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. It was hilarious the first time and it remains hilarious the 475,000th time. Really good. I also had a chuckle. Um, that was great Sarah because our next question from the crowd kind of links back to you talking about backyard cricket um it's from pat 3911 you know pat it's pat your brother can, can you just ask a question <laughs> it's what's your favorite backyard cricket shot um that would be a super drive okay uh, which is basically my drive straight down the ground into the <laughs> into the pool um, of our neighbor and Pat 3911 is my brother <laughs> Does he play, is he the Illawarra cricket brother? he plays for the Illawarra Catholic Club uh, yes mm-hmm. with um, my eldest brother Nicholas um, they play together 
Did you have did you have a like a caveat rule, for example, you know, in our backyard it was six and out, but if as a batter you wanted to go and get the ball, then you weren't out. But if you were like, that was such a good shot, rule. but I couldn't be going to get it, then I'm happy to go out. Or if you didn't at the pool, again, if you were the first person to get the ball from the pool, you could stay in. Did you have any of those sort of bylaws? No, it was basically six and out. Great. But you still had to go and get the ball. Because you, you hit it over there, so yeah. you have to go and get it. Yeah. Um, there were plenty of times where we got in trouble <laughs> off our neighbours for... We, we may have been using a real cricket ball. Oh. On occasion, um, the pull shot was a, a really good shot to play in the backyard, and it may have gone into their yard and hit their car. Uh, um, they so, didn't find it as good a shot. No, they no. didn't. No, <laughs> no. So uh, yeah, there were plenty of occasions in the backyard where um, we got in trouble off neighbours, yeah. and but you know all, all the fun things that you know growing up where you. Um, having to chase the ball down the street and you're run, running barefoot down the road, the um, running on, <laughs> stepping on gum nuts and all yeah. that sort yeah. of stuff. Uh, you know, it's just all the things about um, backyard cricket that you that you love and, and that you remember. Hayden in, in the area with the bindi eyes in the backyard, yeah. you're barefoot and diving. Oh, yeah. it's just a wonderful time. Yeah. yeah. And then you know it's summer. Bindis, yeah, exactly. cricket, yeah. the greatest. That's right. Um, Matt, did you have a favourite backyard cricket shot? Uh, well, I was a bowler as well. Um, and so I... Of course, from those statistics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you about exactly. my game the other day? Five for right. Yeah. I think there was yeah. a Pfeiffer um, in there. But see, we, we grew up in a house that had the Pacific Highway uh, at cover, if you were a right-hander. And so you got very good at going to cow because that was the only place you could hit the ball without it going onto the highway. And so that has, in turn, destroyed my 360-degree cricket life because I can now only hit it between mid-wicket and mid-on. Um, anything offside is is generally a dismissal. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you can make a player or end a player. Yes, it can. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Um, okay, we'll look to wrap it up. just want to get a bit of insight from you both about the upcoming BBL and WBBL season. Um Sarah, we, we have spoken about it, but what is the goal, ultimate goal for this, this coming season? Uh, obviously, the ultimate goal is to win again. Uh, I, think we, um, I think we want to be more dominant in the competition um, and we obviously want to, if, if we can get to that um, final stage again, we want to be more dominant in our win. I think we, um, with the bat, we probably didn't score enough runs in that final, but in the end, it, it was enough because our, our bowling got us over the line. So uh, we would want to go out there and absolutely dominate a final uh, if we get there again. So I think um, that that's obviously going to be the ultimate goal is yep. to make sure that we, we make a third final um, three years in a row uh, and, then, and then go on and, and dominate. And Matt, I guess from your point of view, been around the Sixers for, for a while now, you've seen both the men and women what do you think the, the men and women can do this upcoming season? Well, we saw, we've seen consistently with the BBL that results early in the year or the perception of losses does not mean that you're not making the finals. And that's one of the crazy things about BBL is a couple of losses doesn't mean that you're out of contention at the same time. A couple of wins doesn't mean you're safe. And I think with the men last year, they were lucky to make the finals. I think their batting was somewhat under strength and it was quite a solid bowling unit. But... Uh, they never felt like they had the complete batting yeah. firepower. Yes, you see, with consistency, they were able to make it through to the final before going down. So uh, on the field, results is are the most important. But from you know my point of view as a ground announcer and as someone who just enjoys the game day experience, 
the fact that it's a slightly longer BBL season is really good. There is such a great vibe, regardless of who's playing, regardless of whether our people just show up to BBL cricket. There is 20, 30, 35,000 people inside that SCG every time the Sixers run out, and it's only getting better. And, you know, from my point of view, a good year is a, a fun year, and there's just a guarantee of that with BBL cricket. It's the best. Yeah, 100%. Well, thank you both. For, for being here and Sarah good luck in the upcoming Ashes thank you the final three T20s I'm sure you'll get a game and whip them into shape I hope so it's a guarantee cross. is it yeah oh sort of yeah. well done <laughs> can, you, so. can you go and talk to the selectors yeah sorry right. we'll make them listen to this and they'll, they'll know they'll know you have to get to minute 45 but here's the CD go for it yeah. <laughs> awesome thanks guys thank you thank you, you.